You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 13 minutes after 9, South African time. It's a beautiful evening here in Johannesburg. Those who has just joined us right now, just joined us a few seconds or a few minutes ago, welcome to uh, the discussion every Thursdays. Uh, every Thursday night between 9 to 10. Myself and our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim, Dhamad uh, Barakat, home from Ladysmith. Uh, our topic this evening is uh, that uh, how to spend our time during this, you know, holidays. A lot of people say, Mulana, holidays. Let's make it into holy days. Well, that's our topic this evening. How to spend our time during the holidays, the do's and the don'ts. But I'm going to ask the listeners, maybe they can give us some tips as well. How to spend um, our holidays, you know, with our kids especially. And I want to ask who starts this question, you know. Uh, there's a lot of parents out there who are very strict, strict, strict with their daughters, uh, with their sons. You know, especially when it comes to holidays. They only want them to make ibadat. They only want them to read Quran. They only want them to sit on that musalla. Well, we're not saying that it is, we're not saying it is haram. Of course, how can it, how can we say making ibadat is haram? We are not saying that it is wrong. No, definitely not. But I want to ask to start, you know, uh, when do we read our Quran? Do we read every time? Maybe some parents are saying, no, after Zor, after Asr, after Isha, you must do Dor, you must read your Quran, whatever. When do we get that? That, that free time for our kids, our youth. I mean, we were, we were, we were also small, Ustad. We were also small. We used to play marbles. We used to play, uh, uh, you know what I mean, cricket. We used to play volleyball, soccer, swimming. Ustad, welcome to the program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa barhaban to you and our esteemed listeners on this beautiful evening, the night of... Jumu'ah. Subhanallah. Allah Ta'ala grant us afiyat. Ameen. Allah Ta'ala give us the strength that we can reconnect with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Whatever it is, reconnect, refocus. But don't give up. Don't quit. That's the formula for our success. Don't give up. Keep asking Allah Ta'ala Allah will open the doors of acceptance for us. So yes, Mawlana, may Allah Rabbul Alameen grant the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam total forgiveness. Allah Ta'ala grant us hidayat. Allah Ta'ala protect us from internal and external fitness. Ameen. And Allah Ta'ala keep our families and our spouses united. Ameen. Allah protect us from all vices. Ameen. Allah Ta'ala protect us from hasad and jealousy. Ameen. Allah Ta'ala protect us from greed and laziness. And Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq to love each other for the pleasure of Allah. As somebody said so beautifully, Dosti mein sukoon hoti hai. Uh-huh. When you love somebody, you'll always feel peaceful. You'll have that beautiful feeling. Our love for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is so great, so pure, that every time you talk about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, your eyes tear. Mm. Your eyes are full of tears. 
This is how much you love Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu So our love and obedience and commitment mm. to the sunnahs of Rasulullah, to the beautiful teachings of Rasulullah, should be everlasting. Because if you study the whole Quran, Mughana, mm-hmm. it makes up three important points. Allah ki ibadat karo, worship Allah as he ought to be worshipped. Indeed. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ki ita'at karo, be obedient to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Or khidmat-e khalq, Allah ki makhluk ki khidmat karo. Serve humanity. That's the lesson of the Quran. So, as our custom and way that we spend a few minutes reciting Guru and Salam, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Salatu Wasalam, so that we could acquire the Barakat, the Fuyuzat, the Noor, the Mercy, and Rahmah of Allah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena sqafa. أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد بعدد رحمة الله اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا وعلى آل سيدنا محمد بعدد فضل الله اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد بعدد خلق الله اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد بعدد علم الله اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد بعدد كرم الله اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد بعدد حروف كلام الله بلغ العلا بكماله كشف الدجا بجماله 
حسنت جميع خصاله صلوا عليه وعليه اللهم صل على محمد وعليه ألف ألف مرة وصلى الله على النبي الأمي جزل الله عنا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم صدق الله مولانا اللذيذ ورمي الله تعالى جب أستوفيك آمين to recite as much Jerud and Salaam upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Therein lies our salvation. A Sahabi comes to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and says, Ya Rasulullah, I want to devote one quarter of my time reciting Jerud and Salaam upon you. Is that sufficient or should I increase it? Rahmatullil Alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Zid, increase it. He comes back again and says, Ya Rasulullah, I've decided to devote half my time reciting Durood and Salaam upon you. Is that sufficient, Ya Rasulullah, or should I increase it? Rasulullah said, Zid, increase it. Comes back the third time. Ya Rasulullah, Three quarter of my time, I wish to devote reciting the rule and salam upon you. Is that sufficient or should I increase it? <laughs> and Rasulullah said, Zid, it's better if you increase it. And finally, he comes back and he says, Ya Rasulullah, I've decided to devote my entire time reciting the rule and salam upon you. To which Rasulullah responded and said, if that's your intention, then Allah is sufficient for you. Allah Ta'ala will grant you the bounties of this world and the Akhirah. So from this beautiful hadith, Alhamdulillah, respected brothers, as we make zikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala on a daily basis, try and include reciting a lot of durood and salam upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. As the shair said, you know, so many brothers and sisters are leaving for Umrah. May Allah Ta'ala grant them salamati and afiyat. They are very fortunate. They will have the glimpse of Kaabatullah. They will have the glimpse of Masjid al-Nabawi, the Rawzai Mubarak of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So a great lover and ashik of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, I will go there at the Rosai Mubarak of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and I will sob and I will cry. And what will I say? Salamuspar. May Allah's peace and salamati be on rahmatul lil alameen jo girto ko uthai who picked up those who have fallen. Allah Akbar. Salam us par jo soto ku jagaye may Allah's peace and salamati be on those who are fast asleep and wakes them up or salam us par jo roto ku hasai may Allah's peace and salamati be on Rasulullah 
whoever he found crying, Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam always brought a smile. Salam us par jo ujro ko basaye. May Allah salamati and peace be on those who are homeless. And Rasulullah provided shelter for them. Salam us par bhooko ko khilaya. May Allah's peace be on, and salamati be on Rasulullah who fed those who were hungry. Or salam us par jo piyaso ko pilaye. May Allah's peace and salamati be on rahmatul lil alameen. That who quench the thirst of those who are thirsty. So may Allah Ta'ala grant all those brothers and sisters leaving for Umrah. Allah Ta'ala give them the tawfiq that they spend their time profitable. Abstain from gunas and sin and just sit at the Rosai Mubarak most of the time. Sit in nafilatikaf for hours and minutes that you have at your disposal. And just look at the Rosai Mubarak. Imagine that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's movement in Masjid al-Nabawi and Allah has called you as a guest to the house of Rahmatul lil alameen to the Masjid of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How much of shukr you and I should make. So respected brothers, dosti mein sukoon hoti hai. When you love somebody, Allah will give you peace and tranquility or muhabbat mein junoon hoti hai. You know, when you love somebody, you become mad in love. You become restless. Everything is the beloved. Aap ki alqaaf ko aur akhlaaf ko dekhtar even non-Muslims have acknowledged if there is a personality in the world and some of them have classified Rasulullah as the best of mankind. Aapki al-taaf ko aur akhlaq ko dekhkar ghair bhi kehte hai. Even non-Muslims have acknowledged tum ho rahmatun lil-alim. Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you are mercy unto mankind. So respected brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you and me tawfiq. Because there's a saying, we can be reciting Quran and Durood and Salaam and all the different attar. But if our akhlaq and our manners are not up to standard. See, your manners interest me more than your beauty. When you have respect for somebody, they can be how beautiful they are. But they are that, they got no respect, mahrumas. Mm. They are deprived. So your manners interest me more than your beauty. Mm. And whoever truly loves you, Mulana, will mention your name in their du'as and prayers. Indeed. That's why when Hadrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu mm-hmm. was leaving for Umrah, he went to meet Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He sometimes take du'as from young people, elderly people, Senior citizens take to ask from them. Senior awliya Allah, ulama, ulama Rabbani, go and take to ask from them. 
تو حضرت عمر رضی اللہ تعالیٰ از گوئنگ تو رحمت العالمین صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم یا رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم رسول اللہ کی رسپانس واز واز کہ او عمر لا تنسانا بی دعائی Don't forget us in your du'a. Mm. The most sacred place where you can make. You know, Allah gave us this eyes, Mawana. Agar tu me dekna ho, you see this gift that Allah has given you and me, this sight, this vision. If you really want to admire something, to Kaabatullah ko dekho, to Satya, look at the Kaaba and pour your eyes out, pour your tears out. and just cry to Allah Ta'ala. Ask Allah everything you want. Indeed. Number two, if you really want to look at something and admire, Rauzai Rasulullah Hudeko, Satya at Madinatul Munawwara, any part of Masjid al-Nabaw, just think that Rahmatun lil'alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And our belief is clear, no, no. the belief of Ahli Sunnah wal Jama'at, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is hayat, is alive in his kabar, and the sand that is touching the body of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is greater than the arsh of Allah. That's our belief. So, if Allah has given us eyes, first look at Kaabatullah, number two, look at the Rosa and Mubarak, of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thirdly, look at Kitabullah, Allah's kalam. Look in the Quran and read. See what Allah gives to you. You see, any other book you can read in this world, you read it once or twice and then you are bored. But Allah Ta'ala's mu'chiza is a miracle of the Quran. That every time you start a new Quran, there's a new feeling inside you. So if Allah has given you vision, Allah has given you sight, Allah Ta'ala has given you this eyes, the kitab Allah to dekho. Fourthly, if you really want to admire somebody, apne wadidein ko dekho, when sit in the company of your parents, and just look at them for the pleasure of Allah. We don't even have time to make salam to our parents. We don't have no time to make ziyarat of them. We have no time to make khidmat for them. Some of them are dumping us. Some of them are dumping them in the home. Some of them are busy making money and they got a maid looking after their father and mother. Na'udhu billah min zali. What you do to your parents, your children will do the same to you. Yaad rako. And wallahi, if you want barakat in your life, you want Allah to give you a long life, Look after your parents. Look after your family. Look after your relatives. So if Allah has given you vision and sight, <laughs> just look at your parents. <laughs> Admire them. And I always say to the listeners, go one day, take your mother's dupatta, take a scarf, and put it over your head and her head, and cry to Allah and say, Ma, I'm having lots of difficulties in my life. Allah has promised acceptance of Parents, dua. I'm begging you, my beloved father, my beloved mother, please make dua for me. Peer tamasha deko. See then what Allah gives to you. And finally, for my, if you really want to see something and admire something, 
then look at the awliya Allah, sit in their company. Na kitabo se, na wazo se, na dar se, milta hai urbe ilahi, magar budhruho ki nazar se. Na kitabo se, you can read the books of the pious people, you can listen to their lectures, and through money and status, you won't receive that spirituality. That spirituality you will receive they just look at you. Gee, Allah has given them that X-ray eye, that spirit. When you sit there, what is going in your mind and heart, it can examine it and <laughs> give you and prescribe the life and the zifa to cleanse that heart. See, like how you go to a cardiologist gee, for a heart checkup and you sit in the company of awliya Allah, gee, Alhamdulillah, they will scrutinize your heart. And they will prescribe to you the beautiful aspars and nasihat that will keep your heart alive and your heart will be filled with the marifat and nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's being about durur and salam, Mawana. Mm. As we said, let's hear from our listeners. You know, their experiences when they go on holiday, what is the most exciting part? What lessons do we learn? Is it just fun? It's just about eating it's just about losing hmm. your sharam and haya, or it's just about laughing, gossiping, eating, sleeping, and that's what holiday is. No. Whatever Allah has given to you and me, two things Rasulullah said. We will not make the better of insan. One is time, and number two is health. You are what you eat, Mulana. That's why Allah Paak, sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, Nabi said, Jawani me Allah ki ibadat karo. Worship Allah when you are young and energetic. When you are young and energetic, do a lot of charitable work. Don't leave it for the last minute. Somebody said it so nicely. If bachpan khel kood me guzar gai. We look at our life, analyze it from the time we are born and we are infants. We bachpan khel kud me guzar gai. Fine children, they play around, it's fun for them. Ji, jawani maspi me guzar gai. When Allah gave us youth, we are teenagers. You can see all the fun and maza and mazak that we get ourselves involved in. So jawani maspi me guzar gai. But as you hear people say, you know, you are young now, enjoy life. Gee, you won't get an opportunity again. And what Allah Fakir is saying, Allah Ta'ala loves that young man who spends his time in the masjid, who spends his time in the remembrance of Allah. He will enjoy the shade of Allah's throne. Number two, Allah Ta'ala will grant Jannah and that special favor of shade on the day of Qiyamah, when there will be no shade but the shade of Allah's arsh, is that young man, that's what happens in holidays, that a beautiful woman tempts him and entices him and says, come to me. And for you, what does he say? Allah ma'az Allah. I seek Allah's refuge in what you're inviting me to. A lot of fitnas, a lot of challenges. You'll have golden opportunities to commit zina and fornication. 
walk away, Dr. Azizo, mm. and see what sukoon Allah gives to you. Great temptation during the holiday period. We'll be meeting people, going to foreign countries, and we think that there'll be nobody to see how we dress, how we behave. But Wallahu Lazim, you'll be shocked to see somebody from your town or from your city. So don't for, for fight for people. We fight for Allah. Fear Allah in public and in privacy. Allah <laughs> give us So the purpose of this holiday is inshallah to strengthen your ta'alluq with Allah. You need your body to rest. You walk for the whole 11 months of your life. Day and night, Monday to Sunday. So the body needs to rest. <laughs> your wife needs your time and effort. Your children need your effort and time. So how beautifully Islam has balanced it. Nobody told us that we must sit 24 hours in Ibadah. As you asked that question, Marana, some parents are so, so strict. Those poor children cannot even leave the house. No. Piyar, muhabbat, shafqat, kindness, politeness, tolerance. And there's a door in Jannah which is known as Babul Farha. Allah Ta'ala says, grant entry to the parents who keep their children happy for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, you must have adult supervision. Make sure that they are going to the right places, right friends, and correct environment. Pardon the salah. The addressing is Islamic. And yes, they can have fun, clean, good, halal fun. Inshallah, there's nothing wrong. Enjoy Allah's kudrat. Enjoy the breeze. Enjoy the food. Alhamdulillah. Look at all the beautiful creations of Allah. It inspires you. It makes you make shukr to Allah Ta'ala. So that should be your spirit <laughs> when you go out. And always carry a diary. Whenever you go on journey, mm. always carry a diary. Because there are such wonderful moments sometimes that if you miss that opportunity, you may not forget the word. You may forget the advice and nasihat. Or you saw a writing. You saw a poet saying something. You saw poetry. You saw Sheer Shairi or some words of wisdom. Copy it down, write it. So inshallah, that could be your journal. That could be your diary. One day when you're an old man and an old lady, you can go through it and say, Subhanallah, Allah Ta'ala gave me tawfiq. And Allah Ta'ala is arham ar-rahmi. Yes, Marana, I thought you were going to ask some of our listeners for some tips. Someone is... Give them an opportunity. Ustad, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a, a young boy uh, who doesn't want to give his name, but he says that, how do I enjoy my holidays when my mom, she is so strict. We're not allowed to go anywhere. We're not allowed to play TV games. We're not allowed to play Monopoly. That's what he says. We're not allowed to play cards. It's only about kitabs and madrasa work. I'm only 14 years old, Molana Salim Karim. I wish I could run away from home. Please don't tell my mommy and daddy that I message you all. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, this is, is mashallah of children who are innocent. Allah, Akbar, Allah. Okay, we need to educate our children. See, they are such, they are so, so much of Islamic literature, so much of Islamic activities. Yes. All these types, you know, as I said to you, this PlayStation, television, all this is najais and haram. 
honesty, look for something that is halal, something that is permissible, as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said to the Sahaba and to the Ummah, teach your children horse riding, teach your children archery, teach your children sword fighting, teach your children swimming, teach your children wrestling. Mm. So alhamdulillah, they are very, very nice Islamic activities. Imagine, subhanAllah, a lot of ulama are taking the youth out and they are going hiking, they're going mountain climbing, or they're going cycling. So subhanAllah, it stimulates the mind. Ulama all the time sitting in that front of the television. It's destroying the mind, it's destroying the eyesight. The, look at these children. They're supposed to have the strongest eyesight. But ulama, go and do a survey and look at these little ones from grade R, gee, to grade 2, grade 3, grade 4, grade 5. Ulama, they're wearing such strong glasses. We're giving this, this, this cell phone to these masoom children. Three months old, five months old, six months old. They are just flipping the thing. But the light, the current that's coming from there is destroying the eyes. Mm. See, we don't realize this. We think now it's fine. We'll give them the phone to play with. But we're not realizing the damaging and the damages that we are doing to these children. So look at our own children, Malala. Look at their eyesight. Look at, at this young age, none of the family members got any problem with sight. But all the time, on the video games, Malana, all the time with the PlayStation, and all the time with cell phones. That today, they can't get up for Fajr namaz, they don't have the energy, they are having issues with their lives, they are having nightmares, they're having these types of uh, emotional problems because of the type of videos that they are showing, mm. and now even worse, this LBGT, whatever you want to call it, mm. is going to be the last nail in the coffin that's going to destroy our children. And they are bringing about such games and such videos oh no, that's going to corrupt the mind of this Muslim children. Allah forbid. Mm. So that's why parental guidance and supervision in the period of the holiday is of utmost importance. So, so keep your children active. Parents should also be active Play with your children. So, so you sir, run with your children. So, so tell me, sir, what's 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 a good holiday? What's a clean, clean, fun holiday? I mean, you and I, we were small, a <laughs> couple of good years back. I mean, there are a lot of children who are listening to you and I now. I, I, I mean, what's a good holiday, Ustad? Because I know some parents oh. they, they they want to be strict. They don't want us to like how you just said now, Ustad. In our days, go back. I'm 64 years. I don't know how old are you, uh-huh. Gee. In, when we were young, uh-huh. you know, we didn't have all these luxuries. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Our parents didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. We, they didn't have that money that, inshallah, which Allah has blessed us. Mm-hmm. Today we, the children and grandchildren, are enjoying the fruits of our fathers and grandfathers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They didn't have a second shoe. They didn't have a second pants. Gee, they sacrificed everything for us. Gee, so Allah Ta'ala didn't give us those opportunities. Due to the circumstances, if they had it, I'm sure they would have given us the best of best. But what little fun we could have when we were young, it was clean and halal fun. Not like what we are doing today. We have given our children so much of pocket money, such fancy, fancy clothes and jewelry, and so many things. Because we don't know what to do with our money. 
We don't have the time to spend with them. That is why today we are facing this dilemma of how to discipline our children. So you can't compare 40, 50 years ago, Malala, and what is happening today. The children today are far advanced, Malala. So we as parents, we should learn and go for tuition and lessons of how to parent children today with this modern technology and this modern dunya that we are living in. Yes, if we have talim and tarbiyat at home, that's the best education that we can instill in our children. But together with that, Mulana, how to handle the youth of today? It's got lots of challenges. As parents, mothers and fathers, we need to go for classes or attend conferences or seminars where these types of education is parted and explained to people so that we could blend it as long as it has an Islamic ethos in conformity of the Quran and Sunnah, mm. Alhamdulillah, we'll bring it in. Mm. It can be the best of formalities. If it's against the Quran and Sunnah, it's a definitely no, no. So that's it, Mulana. That's the formula. Mm. Allah Akbar, subhanAllah. Well, 0847863132. Somebody says, Ustad, I feel Allah don't love me. As I'm asking him lots of du'as, but I see no result. My husband wants to close a shop that works okay. We have rent, but if we close shop, it won't be enough as we have lots of debt. And my son in university and two more children that has to study. We were able to pay some of the personal debt or shop earnings. Advise what to do. Anonymous to start. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ That if we have the fear of Allah, we have the trust in Allah. يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا Allah will open ways and means for him. وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ And Allah will provide a risk and sustenance from, for him from where he cannot even fathom and think. Gee, the important thing is place your trust in Allah. One. Number two, when it comes to your risk and rosy, it's important that whatever business we are doing, it must be halal. Mm. It must be in accordance to the Quran and Sunnah. Because Allah Ta'ala has promised, يَمْحَقُوا اللَّهُ الرِّبَى وَيُرْبِ السَّدَقَاتِ وَأَحَلَّ اللَّهُ الْبَيْعَ وَحَرَّمَ الرِّبَى Allah has made business halal and interest haram. So we need to do an introspection that why is this business failing? Am I paying my zakat out correctly? Is my business dealings based on honesty, trustworthiness, and halal implications. Sometimes we think we are doing halal rosy, but unfortunately, it is not halal, it's not 100% halal. Mm. So, we all have to make an effort. Make dua to Allah. Be paban de salah. Make zikr of Allah. Give charity. Fear Allah, Rabbul Alameen. And ask Allah, before you do anything, always read this dua. إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ Whenever 
you want to do anything, read this beautiful verse of Surah Fatiha. We all are worried about our children's education. Very much we should, but the priority is Islamic education, Mulana. Because Allah Pak is not going to ask you on the day of Qiyamah, did you send your child to metric? Did you send your child to university? Allah is going to ask him, did you teach your child Quran? Did you teach your child Quran? Mm. When Allah blesses you with children, Mulana, Allah Rabbul Alameen, Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, you are obliged to do three things. Number one, keep a good name for your child. Number two, give him or her the best Islamic education. And that means that you should teach your child in Islam what is halal and haram. Mm. Take a survey and ask your child now offhand, Beta, how many farz in wuzu? Betty, how many farz in namaz? You'll be shocked what answer you get. What do I you read when you enter the toilet? What do I you read when you get up? Mm. Oh, no, no. We are going to be held accountable on the day of Qiyamah. We closed the Saturday madrasas. And what was the excuse of the parents? We have to take our children for a haircut. They have to see the doctor. They have to see the beautician. They have to go for visiting families. So slowly, slowly, shaitan won the battle. You see that Saturday madrasa that we had, Mulana? Mm. Allah Ta'ala gave us tawfiq that we revised the whole week's work. We taught them practical namaz, practical wuzu, practical ghusl, how to give ghusl to a mayyat, how to cut the kafan, how to put on the kafan, how to perform the salatul janazah. Ask our sons and daughters, Mulana, how much of things do they know what is halal in Islam and what is haram? So Allah is going to hold you and me as parents accountable. Yeah. Okay. How much of talim and education did you give your child? You keep hearing this hadith from us and we'll keep repeating it. That every one of you are a shepherd and you're responsible for your flock. So Allah Pak on the day of Qiyamah is not going to ask you whether you sent your child to a metric or to university. Allah is going to ask you, did you teach your child to read Quran? Did you teach your child what is halal and haram? Mm. Did you teach your child what is salah? Yes. Rasulullah said when your child is seven years, introduce him to namaz. When he's ten years old, give him a light beating on his hand, inshallah, and get him to read namaz. Namaz is not far on that masoom child. He's nabaliyah. But namaz is imaduddin, is the pillar of namaz, is the pillar, the pillar of Islam and the pillar of religion. So you inculcate those values from a young age. So when he's baliyah, is automatically trained and is proved and is running to read namaz. Mm. And how beautiful it is sometimes, Monana, we see that our young sons and our young daughters, when they hear the azan, they tell you, put the TV off. Namaz time, they'll put the burqa on. They'll put the topi on. Abba, let's go to the masjid. Subhanallah. We're supposed to be encouraging them. But these masoom children, subhanallah, because you and I as parents made proper tarbiyah, this is azan. Allah is calling us, Hayya al-Salah, Hayya al-Salah. Subhanallah, you see those little ones, three years old, they put their burqa on. Mm. They're also reading namaz. Subhanallah, that's the beauty. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, keep a good name for your child, give them the best Islamic education. And thirdly, when they reach a marriageable age, get them married.
So yes, but I'm not sure if we have any other questions. Ustad, uh, that, uh, that um, uh, what I was going to say, that there's somebody saying that my mom and dad is always shop, shop, shop. That's what it says. Even December holidays, it's shop, shop, shop. They leave me and my sister at home. Please call my daddy and speak to him. I'm 15 years old. Ustad. As I said to you, children need the love and attention of the appearance of the day they born. When I look at every other animal, the moment that child or that animal gives birth, after a few minutes, that child or whatever, that lamb or calf or whatever animal, the mother licks whatever is on top, and in five, ten minutes, that little one is up and walking. It's already independent. But look at the mushroom child, Malana, when the child is born, from the time the child is born. Right up to two years, Sharia said, the mother should feed the child, breastfeed the child. The child needs the mother's attention. There is no bonding between mother and child today. That's why there is so much of disobedience, so much of crime. So much of disrespect because that masum child never bonded with the mother. From day one, she put the child in child care because money is the criteria. I want the money. I've got to live it up. Mm. So you are just a, a vehicle to give birth and take the child and dump them from day one. And put them in that nursery. Yeah, gee, there's some nurse is looking after her. And sometimes, gee, so they're expressing the milk in a bottle. They cake the bottle and they give it there. Those people who are in charge at the nursery, inshallah, will feed the child bottle. What did Sharia tell you and me? Look at Rahmatul Lil Alameen. Look at the Arabs. Subhanallah, whenever a child was born, they sent the child out in the village to look who can breastfeed this child. The air, the water, gee, the quality of life the quality of the mother that's going to be breastfeeding the child. So tomorrow, this child, alhamdulillah, will be such a beautiful, healthy, and wonderful child. Today, we don't have the time. So yes, that 15-year-old, you and I are going to cry tears of blood, Mulana. Because whenever the child comes and says to you, Abba, can I have half an hour of your time, mommy? Yes, can I yes. please have half an hour of your time? I'm busy eating. I'm busy with my cell phone. I'm busy with customers. I'm busy with friends. And we shout the child and say, get away from here now. I'm too busy now. Come back some other time. But Don't trouble me now. These are harsh words. No, no, the child is broken. But the Ustad, child is scarred inside. Do you think their parents, the look for, their parents do that, Ustad? Wallah, they are, Mulana. Because I always say this. You reject that child. Uh -huh. You push that child away. No, no, that love is gone. Sure. Tomorrow the child will become rebellious. You are going to cry tears of blood when that child ends up in the police station in the cells or that child ends up in a rehab center or a, delinqu a delinquent center because he's got no more other than respect because he knows nothing better. Mm. We are going to pay the price. Molana, those five years or seven years, as somebody said, it's so nice. You see a five-year-old? Mm. Molana, it's like a rose. 
five to seven year old child, son or daughter, Mulana, they are like beautiful roses. Mm. How beautiful those roses look when they are blooming and they are budding. How beautiful that rose looks. Gee? So likewise, those Masun children, subhanAllah, their akhlaq, their handsomeness, their beautifulness, the way they talk, the way they behave, gee, it's such admirable. Gee? So at the age from five to seven, subhanAllah. Number, number two, when they reach the age of nine, gee, they become your khadim. They want to help you. Mm. They want to assist you. They help you in the kitchen. They help you in the business. Alhamdulillah. And when they come to the age of 15, Mulana, they come your advisors. They talk to you. They engage with you. They need your attention. Daddy, mm. what's your take on this? What's your opinion on this? Dad, I think you should do it this way. Subhanallah, they become your advisors. So if you made proper tarbiyat, Mulana, right from the beginning, from the onset, Wallahu lazim, that 14-year-old or 15-year-old son or daughter is giving you such wonderful advice, sometimes it just baffles you, Rabbul Alameen. Allah, you gave me such a brilliant son. Allah, you gave me such an intelligent daughter. Subhanallah. They run the house. They advise mm. us as adults. Murana. It's a great ni'mat from Allah. But you reject them. You push them away. Yes. Then you see Let's... the outcome. The 15-year-old child is crying for the love of his father and mother. 24 hours a day in the shop. Who's going to suffer, Murana? Those very same people who are running through the shop 24 hours, Monday to Sunday, 365 days. All that hard work and money, you will have to pay for it. For the lawyers to take your little son out or their daughter out from the rehab or from the drug center. So what effort did you make? Wasted, useless, and absolutely mm. no benefit. Somebody says, you yeah. Well, earn less and give the best to your children mm. and give them the love and time that they require. Mm. You only get them once in your lifetime, Molana. Yes, you don't get children again. Allah will give your children to you once. So unki qadar karo, unki khidmat karo, piyar muhabbat se unko rakho. Ustaz, we've got about three minutes left. Uh, somebody says here, thank you, Mulana Salim and Mulana Arafat for speaking to our parents. Okay, I don't know what's that. My parents don't want me to go for holidays by my cousins. They want me to go to the factory and help them there. I'm 13, I'm 13 years old girl. Ustad, ya Allah. Mulana, that little girl, mashallah, she's like a, like a princess. You know, teach her something, give her something interesting to do, Mulana. There's baking classes, there's crocheting classes, there's beauty courses, flower arrangements, everything to do with a girl's life. <laughs> Mulana, yes, you want to bring her to the shop, fine. That's not her place where she's going to be exposed to غير mahrams, you expect your daughter to pick up that 5 kg rice sure. or that 5 kg of what you call uh, potatoes. You want to put her to that? Allah Ta'ala make their bodies very nazuk girls and females. Give them the appropriate work that you want. Okay, You want to bring them to the office to do your filing for a little while. Mm. And I always say to the parents, it does not give you the right to bring your son there to pack the shelves and your daughters to work there from the morning to the evening for 20 days and without paying them and giving them any incentive. Anna, it doesn't mean you're giving them a plate of food and some clothes to wear and some pocket money. Anna, you should lead by example. That son 
or their daughter who is working in the shop. Nothing wrong. Mm. Especially the boys, they should learn. Tomorrow, maybe the business will come into their hands. They've got experience from a young age. The father has trained them. Alhamdulillah, be it so. But for the girls, there's different, different professions. There's different things that we should do for our daughters in a secure environment. Mm. My advice to the parents, for the boys, yes, no problem. Bring them to the business. Introduce them. But for Allah's sake, pay them a decent stipulate, mm. a decent salary. Hakustad. You don't Hakustad. tell your son, I'm Hakustad. giving you 20 rand, and he walks from 7 o'clock in the morning till Hakustad. 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. This is gross injustice. Mm. This is not an animal. This is not a slave. This is your child. You treat them with respect. Treat them with love. And give them the encouragement. And watchfully, rightfully, pay your servant before his sweat dries. Mm. And give Ustad. him a decent payment. Let's, let's leave it there. It's a minute after 10, Ustad. I see somebody says, I miss playing marbles and yo-yo and top with my daddy. I'm 16 years old, Ustad. I must playing marbles and yo-yo and top. Ustad. Well, that was a game that we were small. We used to play. <laughs> Morana, that bully danda. You had that skipping rope. The yes, girls, yes, Ustad. They had that tennis ball with three, what you call, condensed ball ten. Yes, we Ustad. We <laughs> break that chin up. Morana, it was clean fun. All that is gone. Yeah, Allah. No, we must come back to the olden days sometime, Morana. You know, those games, it was clean. It was, there was no fighting, Morana. Everybody, the girls had their own way of playing half sports or they had that uh, skipping rope and, uh, as I said, the three turns and um, different types of activities. Some of it should come back. And our little one should also be instituted. Amin. Just Amin. for the fun of it, Morana. But you are now living in an advanced world, Morana. We talk to our little ones about that. They laugh at us and say, what are you talking about? Indeed. But anyway, we had those days, Manana. Allah Ta'ala make it easy for us. Ameen. Allah protect our Ameen. children Ameen. in the difficult days. And go for holiday. Remember Allah. Be Allah conscious. And make shukr to Allah Ta'ala that he gave you time to spend with your family. And read together, eat together, and pray together. Two minutes after ten, beautiful words of advice, and it's the truth. It's the truth. What our beloved, honourable, respected Fabila Tulustad, he's saying. Somebody says the best holidays, home sweet home, no worries, no stress, everything in the house, no cost. Sister Munira, let me love you and leave you all. We will, inshallah, uh, be seeing you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program at Safina to Idal Jannah. And yes, ten to half past ten will be myself and our beloved Fabila Tulustad with our nikah program from myself and. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.